Hello. Today's episode is with bass player and friend of mine, Nathan Atwater. And the two of us have recently been working on a project that is a bass and banjo duo. We play some jazz tunes, some originals, some rock tunes, some pop tunes, and we give it kind of all an Americana flavor. But we still need a name for our duo. So this episode is a little bit about crowdsourcing that to see if any of you have any ideas for what we might be called. We play a little bit towards the end of the episode, so if you want to hear what our sound is something like, check that out. Otherwise, check out my Instagram. I have been posting some clips of our rehearsal sessions, and we are hoping to be playing some gigs pretty soon. But before we get to this episode, please remember to like, leave a comment, and subscribe to my channels. And if you would like to consider supporting my content generally, please visit my Patreon page. All right, cool. Well, hello, everybody. And if you don't call me that, I'm going to correct you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> it has to be Nate the Great every single time. Okay, every time. Every time. Mm. I'm really, I'm really trying to embrace this, this priesthood thing, man. And I realized, in order to be sanctified. There's got to be separation, man, you know, yeah. so you got to keep the normies away from the priest, you know, so I need that title to, to really elevate my my own <laughs> self-worth. All right. This, the same thing happened this time as last time as we're just into all this good stuff. I haven't even introduced you. So, yeah. Hello, everybody. Everyone knows who I am. I'm, I'm returning. Yeah, this is. Hi, Anthony. <laughs> returning favorite. Most asked for, most requested. I don't know guest who everyone is. Time. No one else is here. Man, this this is this is this is. Uh, what's your name? Nate the Great. Nate the Great. Okay. Okay. okay sorry. Nate I I thought great. this was not Nathan Atwater, but uh, I guess I guess I guess it's no. Nate the Great. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. For the rest of today, I am Nate the Great. Just today. It's just a today just a, thing. It, it, it's more of a. Uh, it, it's more of a. Um, Whenever I feel the inspiration, uh-huh. and the rest of the time I'm just normal Nate, who's pretty, pretty, uh, more much more subdued, <laughs> self self reflective. This Nate's a little more uh, obnoxious and direct. Right. Well, you got. I hat mean, the other one's obnoxious and direct too. It's just like, it, I, the, you know, dang it, man. You know, how we're talking about Samson. Right. If I take this hat oh, off, we started the last one with Samson. Yeah, yeah. different guy. Samson's yeah. a different guy. That's not you. Well, I'm saying the hat is like my 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 long hair. Oh, Even I see. I am growing it out. <laughs> is I am growing it is, out. Is there a Delilah in your life? And, trying and to my muscles get your are getting hat? bigger. Did you see? I've been doing push-ups. Look, <laughs> I don't know if you remember from last time. <laughs> no, I don't. Did you Wait, do you were talking about your muscles? No, I was wearing a long sleeve. You guys can tell my arm is like five times bigger. It was basically like a toothpick last time you talked to me. <laughs> what if it was five times bigger? But but my hair is longer, and I wear a hat. Wow. I'm sorry. What if your arm was five times bigger, but lengthwise? Like something really weird was happening. That'd be a really long arm. Dude, I would look like... Five times? Dude, I would be the scariest looking, like, <laughs> like uh, orangutan you've seen. Yeah. Be like, first, where'd all your hair go? You must be mad stressed if you're losing all your hair. So young. Right? Because <laughs> they're, they're, they got hair everywhere. Right? But, dude, that'd be... That's a wingspan. Yeah. Five times as long? Yeah. Cool. Do you ever well, want to swing so, from a tree, Anthony? <laughs> so, 
So, so Nate the Great is a is a bass player, uh, the bass player in in our Sometimes. new duo actually. More uh, more of a master musician and observer of of nuance and life is what right. I would say. But yeah, sure. Nice. Bass playing is just one one of the many things that I'm very proficient at. That's a very proficient. That's an inter- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's an interesting hedge because it's not masterful, but it's very proficient. That's good. It's like a B plus. <laughs> that's so funny. That's, a, that's sick, dude. That's hilarious. I used to laugh. That's a good observation. That's very true. Be, well, because I feel like claiming proficiency, mm-hmm. right? Once you claim mastery, then someone else can be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're better than this guy. But if you claim proficiency, it's like, ah, well. <laughs> like, I can I mean, do it. We do have universities, but I mean, come on. Let's talk, let's talk about jury standards at different universities, right? Like, it's completely different. That's, it means nothing. That's true. Right? So. Yeah. But the, but if you graduate with a degree, you are proficient. I remember having to take piano proficiency classes, right? <laughs> but what if you graduate with a master's degree? <laughs> I'm sorry? What if you graduate with a master's degree? I gotta turn my headphones, man. <laughs> master's? Yeah, if you graduate with a master's, master's degree. Oh, if you are you do? still just proficient or are you a master? Then you're a master. And then if you graduate you with a, a, a PhD... Then I guess you're a philosopher. You shouldn't really exist because you, you should be like a like you should be like Yoda right. in my mind. Yeah, yeah you, you should have you should have disappeared into like, a like, proof of logic. And if you can't like levitate a large vehicle or sustain yourself on like small amounts of food, like you're probably not that legit, man. No. <laughs> I like this as the standard for a PhD. It has nothing to do with what? research well, that, in a that field. Should, dude, I, 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 it, <laughs> it should all be part of it. it like, if you can, I, 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 I totally think, like, this idea of, like, rites of passage and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be sick if you're a PhD? Like, no, you got to go on a solo camping trip. And if you can't survive <laughs> in this weather for a week. Yeah. Like, what's all this book smarts, man? You're not even in tune with your own body. I mean, There's something legit to that. That's pretty amazing. I, I like it. I like it as an idea. So what if you had to do both? So you have to do some some big bullshit research project, but you also have to go out into the woods by yourself. I mean, I, I, isn't it kind of the future, though, to not have research? I want to think because what's left to study? It seems to me that anyone that goes to school now, you read other people's books, say mm-hmm. this is what this person says, and this is why I agree with them, right? You're just right. like kind of like putting another stone into the, into the wall, mm-hmm. right? So... All that's left is to absorb this information and then regurge it. So why not like spice it up, like, you know, like add in some more requirements to that PhD. You know why not? <laughs> well, I you think know? I, I think that or, like, you could shoot for your undergrad. What? What? <laughs> oh, this delay is killing me, man. This is it's funny. Jeez, Louise, it's so hard to pick up on nuance over delay of internet. <laughs> that's good. It'll make the performance later. I'm just gonna better. slow down. Oh my god! No, it's oh my. I love it. <laughs> yeah, great. It'll be good. It'll yeah, be man. it'll be us performing. We're gonna play music. Yeah, that's how we end it. We play music. What are you drinking, okay. by the way? I am drinking. Um, I guess you'd call this beer, <laughs> but it looks like apple juice. Yeah. In this cup, doesn't it? It'd be funny if it was it apple juice. And you were well, it has some bubbles. <laughs> it's uh apple juice anthony <laughs> oh man it's like comedians <laughs> who fake drink on stage why would you do that 
To seem more badass? No, 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 no. You don't no, like it? No. That That's... I don't like that. Do you like that? Do you no. like the idea... Like... Like... Oh, if you... It's a prop? No, man. <laughs> no. If you go on stage... Look, this is what I'm going to say. Like, I, I can get the idea of it being a prop, mm-hmm. but if you're actually, like, drinking and your audience is drunk, you're almost making a mockery of that communion of, like, everyone's there kind of a little... A little looser, right. right? Like, isn't that a certain like, like fellowship? And if you're there, like, with your apple juice, like, oh, it's whiskey. Mm. <laughs> what about an That's actor? That's disingenuine, though? man. I'm not gonna laugh as hard. I'm sorry. What about an actor? You go to a play; well, they're not are drinking they on stage real whiskey. In a live show. Yeah, a live play. Yeah, but that's a that's a play. I don't know. I feel like a comedian. Like, I just feel like it's supposed to be so much more. Um, Maybe actually, that's my own hang up. You're right. I just feel like it's disingenuine. Like if I go to see an actor, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be putting on a show, right? But a comedian is supposed to entertain me. So then I feel like if they're drinking f- like fake alcohol, I don't even know what that means, man. But what if the like audience that, loves it, it? It would be like the. Why would they love it? <laughs> well, the, uh, they love a magician. A magician isn't actually doing magic. They're just doing fancy stuff with their fingers. Yeah, they are. Are oh. you kidding? Dude, yes, they are. <laughs> dude, th- th- this explains... Yeah, no, no. They're totally doing real magic, dude. Okay. Otherwise, people wouldn't pay them all that money. Right, that's it's, a good point. I hadn't got, thought about that. Dude, like, like I could really make money just complaining airbase. Oh, like... I mean, actually, I have done that, but... Wait, really? Never mind. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm. One time. Playing air bass? Yeah, that was before I was Nate the Great. Nate the Great doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> what was oh, that I, gig? I used to play air bass. What was that gig? Actually, so it wasn't quite air bass. Because I, well, I had a bass on me, but it wasn't plugged into anything. Uh-huh. So it was of no consequence. Was it like a pop gig or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of, one of those yeah. where... Musicians aren't playing. I've been standing there like, look cool, and I'm trying to look. At, I mean, right there, they already messed up because they should have called Nate the Great. They called Nate Atwater, and a yeah, not a cool guy, not a cool guy. Wow, what well, is this transformation happening right, right before the audience's eyes here? You know, the right, world's so, not ready. So we we need the audience's help on this one, um, this episode. Yes, yes, because we have a duo that we started with two of us, mm-hmm. banjo bass. And we're doing some like jazz mm-hmm. tunes, we're doing some rock tunes, kind of an Americana sound, sort of, uh, I don't know, some kind of modern fusion of something. I don't exactly know how you describe it. Yeah, it's it. like, and it's like, it's like, it's like bluegrassy and gypsy, like anything that we can accomplish between two instruments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. And we're playing Lots of energy, acoustic hopefully. instruments, right? Yes. This is important. So we Real can play acoustic outside. instruments, yes. Yeah. We we can, yes, but we can play. Well, we, why couldn't we play inside? Well, who says we can't? I just said we can play outside. I just assume that means like we there's like an opposite place we can't play. It, no, it, the I mean, thing, we can play a lot of places. It's significant to me as a guitar player because if I'm playing an acoustic guitar, I basically can't play outside without serious amplification. It's a problem. Oh, I see. Because you can't be loud enough. Right. You just need to play for quieter people, I think, too, though. 
for like, quieter people. Maybe they're, they're just being too noisy. You're like, shh, excuse me, guys, I'm playing guitar. I, <laughs> I don't. It's not usually the people. It's usually the fact that outside sucks up all the sound. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe you just gotta play harder. Right. I don't know. Maybe. Guitar's not very loud though. I guess. Mm -mm. Definitely not. Neither is upright bass though, but I think it carries a little better. I think it does. I think you're right. Yeah. So, so what's the help? From well, we, we need we need a name so we can start getting some gigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But um, then, I don't know. It's been fun. So what 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 uh, what do you think of it? How would you describe the project if somebody asked you about it? How would I describe it? I would say it's uh, so far. I would think as a listener, it, it's pretty fun, mm -hmm. a little chaotic, a little bumpy. Nice. And um, definitely uh, like on the side of whimsical like vanity, uh -huh. right? With with a slight tinge of seriousness, right? <laughs> because if we can actually like create musical, like there's been some sometimes like we get some energy going mm -hmm. and there's actually like a cool uh, flow to that, right? Yeah, for but sure. for the most part, I feel like it's, it's like pretty um, inconsequential, but that also allows it to be performed in a very lighthearted way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like where where me, where can we play? It feels like like a restaurant. Anywhere, man. Anywhere. Anywhere. I think anywhere. I I think that. Uh, I think that from what I think from what I've heard of what we've been playing, it's pretty like uh, approachable. Yeah. Right. Nothing's like. Super zany, <laughs> super out. Yeah, right. So I, I think that it's like it's fairly like casual to listen to, mm -hmm. but hopefully again as we develop our material, the uh, we can add some nuance mm -hmm. to it that will make it sophisticated in its own way, right? So it's kind of like it's there, and like if you really want to be like aware of the fresh herbs, you know, in the butter, you can, or you could be like, oh, the butter tastes good. <laughs> right? Maybe like, oh, no, no, but there is more time than sage. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> right? Yeah. More time That's than sage. That's what I sage. think it's going to turn into there at we some go. point. Yeah. Well, dude, uh, herb rosemary, dude, I all herbs are cool, man. All of them? Oregano's cool. Chives are cool. All of them. Every every herb is cool, dude. Mm. Every herb. Yeah. What, you don't like herbs? I do. I There's, there's some Which I have ones? troubles with, but yeah. What, dill? Yeah, cilantro. Dill is the I, I like it. Really? But it's, like, I, what, I like they, dill. They, like, I just they, they like like they go too far with it. But what was your problem? Did they like rough you up after school or something? What do you mean problem? <laughs> dill waiting for me behind the soccer field. <laughs> yeah. You don't like dill? No, I do. It's just why it it gets it's oh, too you intense. Oh, do like it. So that's what's so great about it. <laughs> See, that's why I think herbs are are uh, annuals, and they only most of them are, and they only grow for a short time, mm -hmm. because the flavors when they're when you have a, a good a good piece of food, right? It has a strong flavor, right? But that's what makes it fun because it's only for this short period, right? Yeah, dude, because I got dill outside, and it's super strong, man. Like you just break off a little piece, it's like aromatherapy. It's mm -hmm. so great. It's yeah. very strong. But then you miss it, you know, as soon as it's like falls, like, oh, no more dill. <laughs> then it's sad. Well, well, Nate, Nate the Great here has a, has a pretty badass garden. He grows everything, man. 
What uh? What what do you have coming in right Trying now? Trying to. Corn. Although the Gophers are back. Oh no. So we'll see. I got corn though. Um, I got corn. Um, I have some blueberries that I'm really excited about. Those are ripening up. Those will be good. My grapes. My grapes are gonna be nice this year. I think. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. My apples are looking good. You have apples. Yeah. There's a a, a number of the apples. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got I got an apple tree, and that one's actually uh, it's starting to produce. I want to say I probably have close to two dozen apples on it, mm-hmm. and there's still a few blossoms opening up, so it's coming along. All those trees, like it seems like it takes some amount of time for them to really mature mm-hmm. and and start bearing fruit consistently. So apricots, that's great. Yeah. I mean, how how much food? Yeah, do you do you produce enough food that it significantly changes your grocery shopping? At times, yes. Wow. Yes. That's impressive. Uh, so, uh, we do not buy salad anymore uh-huh. at all. So, because we have like Swiss chard, we have kale, we have sorrel, right? We haven't bought green onions because we have those growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we also had like green beans, we have zucchini, right? So, so some of the things like it, it, some of it is very seasonal, mm-hmm. right? And like we don't obviously like don't grow flour, right? Right. You know, or, or or like wheat to make flour. I'm saying, you know. So there's still a lot of things that we buy, but there are times that we we just stop buying certain items altogether from uh-huh. the store. And the herb thing, fresh herbs are kind of. I don't of think expensive. we have enough space to be. They are. I think they are. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Because like you know, like they make those little like plastic things, like yep. like that's like like a little bigger than a harmonica mm-hmm. case, and it'd be like, oh, that's two dollars, three dollars. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I just go out to my yard and go, Chick! yeah, you know, cut it off, and that's amazing. But yeah, you were telling me that that there's signs on them that propagating them is illegal. Some of the plants, okay. Well, you're just trying to get me on some list now, bro. Yeah. So on some of my <laughs> plants, it'll say on the tag, it'll have a patent number, mm-hmm. and say that propagation is unlawful, right? Mm. It's a, it's a weird concept to me, man. Because it's like you own this, but you don't. It's almost like a, mm-hmm. it, it kind of uh, echoes in my mind kind of like the, the right to repair movement, right? This idea like if you buy an item, do you do you fully possess it? Meaning like you can take it apart right. and reconstruct it, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm talking about, right? Like yep. there's, a, there's all those problems with that right now. So it seems like there's a correlation almost in my mind of, of the idea of, of ownership, Yep. you know, of a, like a plant or an item. Like ownership itself is being questioned because mm-hmm. I, I mean, would think, I think if it, i bought the plant i own the seeds and everything you know but yeah i mean i think i think it it the baseline gets down to intellectual property ideas it's uh i don't yeah. I, I don't it's it's tough since we're musicians and a lot of the the money that's very important to musicians is based on intellectual property but at the same time Whenever I think about it, I, I don't think that there's any um, legitimate basis for intellectual property at all. I, I, I think, I don't know if I would agree with you for the same reasons, but mm-hmm. yeah, I have a lot of, the more I think about IP and how, how it's a successful motivator in some cases, and then how it just demolishes <laughs> yeah. competition and the ideas of competition, right, mm-hmm. and of, of free progress... Like, yeah, it's pretty scary, man. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, I want to say, too, like, even for musicians, the idea, there's something weird about the idea 
in some ways of like, oh, I wrote this tune. Okay, great. I made a bunch of money off of it. Okay, great. So you wrote one tune, and that's where you contributed. I don't know. Maybe we should rethink of rethink how we evaluate success and what should be rewarded long term mm-hmm. in society as far as like what someone produces over a continuous time. Right. Over like you know, oh, I was a celebrity for one tune. I got famous, and now I'm retired. Yeah. I don't know because I feel like celebrity really fa- favors like like the idea of like intellectual property like this is my product right mm-hmm. this is my song this is my plant that i bred right it really only helps that one person mm-hmm. so yeah i think i think it's it's a little bit like what you were talking about with the right to repair i think that it ultimately um negates person uh yeah personal property rights because it's saying what you mm-hmm. can and can't do with your own physical things or even body. Like, mm-hmm. I, with your body, you can't sing these notes in this order or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like at its yeah. basis, that's not oh, a legitimate that's claim. That's interesting. Or with but your the, own the, pen and paper, then, you yeah, can't write makes... this, these words in this order or something like that. Yeah, it's so. Do you think though too, like so, with every with uh, the idea of copyright lawsuit, yeah, or mm-hmm. I sampled someone else's music, or oh, your melody is the same with the same chord structure and all that, right? Like so, music being finite, what it is, right, and especially like what we consider like popular vernacular music of like the you know the past like what like. Mm-hmm. Hundred years or so, right? It's all kind of. It does really kind of fit in this box, right? That goes back a couple hundred years before that. Like we know these progressions work. Mm-hmm. So these things have already been repeated over and over, right? So what would the, like, especially now that you can hold up your phone, it'll tell you who the artist is, who recorded it, right? All that information is there and so accessible, and uh, everything is so monitored. Is that going to lead to a decline in new music then? Yeah, I think because so. like what's going to be new or like off. Auth- What's going to be new or authentic or undone or -hmm. like, right? There's what's the new territory to go to? I think it already has. I think that by imposing uh, restrictions on what should be essentially an infinite space, you artificially create scarcity because creativity Mm. in and of itself there, there, it doesn't really make any sense to say that that's a finite, um, commodity or something like that but a, a tomato plant that's just one tomato right. plant or 10 tomato plants is 10 tomato plants there that is finite so having some kind of system in place for how that gets distributed makes sense but ideas about tomato plants saying that that is finite it doesn't make any sense to me right i see what you're saying But if you restrict it so that you, so once an idea is set in stone, you can't even build off that idea without paying or something like that. That is creating uh, artificial finite spaces. That's creating scarcity where there wouldn't be normally. So, but. Hmm. Scarcity. Oh, see, now we're, we're talking about so many economic ideas here, too, then, right? This is complicated now. Because, man, yeah, because, so, 
should it should music be scarce should art be scarce then right mm-hmm. and like or what 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 like what i guess it's a, it's also then what deems it as valuable mm-hmm. right cuz i want to say that all these all of our our uh markers right now are basically of like of popularity mm-hmm. right or of of financial success Yeah, I don't know, man. We should just, it should just all go away, man. We should just get rid of all. No, we shouldn't. No, 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 no that's bad. Get rid of all what? I'm still really curious. Get rid of like the. It, I, I'm still fascinated by this idea of just like if we eliminated all the music that we had heard before, mm-hmm. you know, where where would we go? What would we do? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I'm getting lost in my own head with that <laughs> thought, man. Cause like, because like, it's just you know, like, like you go to university, mm-hmm. right? And you're told like, this is good music, these are the greats, right? right? But then you also figure out like, oh, there were a lot of other people writing music that were part of the scene too that weren't named Mozart or Beethoven, right? There were dozens, hundreds of people, yeah, thousands of people involved in this industry for all this time. You know, it's weird, man. Celebrity, celebrity is a weird thing. Yeah. Maybe we should just take the names off of 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 works. What do you and, mean? And the work is just has to like so like so like you write a new piece, you can't write, "Oh, Anthony wrote this." It just like like you when you write a piece, it's just mm-hmm. like uploaded to the brain. To the brain. And everyone has access to the brain, to the brain. I don't know. The 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 cloud, whatever it is, man. Uh-huh. Uh to to the consciousness Uh right it's a big google drive man and everyone's thoughts are up there everyone's works right and it's just evaluated purely by like how much people listen to it i mean i guess that's what youtube basically does right if you watch the whole video i mean that's what spotify give the person money dang it because in theory it sounds like a, a fair idea but it doesn't really like support if something's worth being scarce or not i guess well, still a popularity I, contest. I think there's a question about what. Like I'm, sure, what I'm are trying you to find a way to evaluate if something's worthwhile or not. Right. Should you get paid for it? I, Should we even have income? <laughs> well, okay, but if you if you play a concert, you've provided a service for somebody. Yeah. And I think the the recorded yeah. medium complicates the whole thing, because mm-hmm. if you say pre, you know, you go back to 1750 or something, and you're just traveling musicians, you get paid to perform. And if they don't pay you, they don't have music. That's the only way to yeah. get music. So the fact mm-hmm. that somebody can record you and then keep listening to you play the same thing over and over again, you don't have access to do those jobs anymore. You can only do it once. Mm-hmm. I, That's I, true. I, I, was, I was talking with a, a mutual friend of ours, Rosie, drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, mm-hmm. was, uh, he, he was talking about how he... Um, He's doing these recording gigs for churches where they sort of record videos ahead of time of the musicians playing and then just play the the track of the musician, essentially, each week. And uh, how it's, it, it's a tough position for a musician to be in because it's a gig and you want to take the gig, but that gig in and of itself is making you obsolete in the future. See, yeah... So we already are obsolete, yeah. I think. 
I think that I think that the the idea of recorded music or of seeing a video mm-hmm. has very much uh, diminished our value, right, right in society. For sure, it has, right, because it's not unique or special anymore. I don't know, man. It's like something I'm hoping with 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 what we're you know when we're we're jamming, right? Like. Mm-hmm. If we can actually like tap into like some amount of energy and like like actually like make a crescendo happen and yep. and that when when those moments happen as rare as they are and as sporadic and like and as chaotic and like oh I wish I could manufacture mm-hmm. these feelings more right I think that's the only thing that can really save uh, the idea of like live performance now mm-hmm. you know because like dude like. Uh, Dude, I'm, I'm like I'm talking to you, recording this through Cubase, man. Like I'm just learning it. I'm so late to this whole game, uh-huh. and I'm like, this is amazing. Right. This is it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy what you. And I don't need, you know, the the training that I put in trying to learn to play my upright bass in tune. Mm-hmm. There's ways I can like make music through this program that I wouldn't even need to even be concerned with that, you know. Yeah. So it makes me really think the 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 last frontier is actually like, like I guess it would be like a live gig. And having be someone like, no, no, you want to come watch Nate the Great play play bass, yeah, because you know I might smash my bow, I might drink some apple juice on stage and say it's whiskey and we'll throw it at you, you know, you never know well, what's going to happen. That's a stupid idea because the then they'll bass. know. What if? What if we're? What if? What? what I don't You're know. You're giving man. it away, man. See, it's a bad go. musician move or a that's bad true. magician move. Yeah, that's true. What if, what if it was apple juice, but it was also cut with alcohol? So it was like... A cocktail. Like partial dis... Ah, oh, dang it. Never mind. These are all just not great ideas. You know? <laughs> but whatever, you, you were onto something. But I don't you were, know, you were but going I, somewhere really good. I, I think so, yeah. So I, I think that the live performance thing, man, like, is, is pretty big. I think the mm-hmm. visceral thing, right? I yeah. think there's something to that. I agree. You know, I think there's, and, I, and I'm curious too. Like, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It seems like people are getting more and more used to not, uh, or at least from my, where I am right now in Southern California, there's not as much interaction going on as there has been in the past. Mm-hmm. And it seems, it, I, I'm curious to see of like when shows happen again, right? Like what energy that could release. You know? Yeah. Right. So. You, you've you've up, lived but... out here longer than I have, um, Southern California, L.A. area. But um, one thing mm-hmm. that has always sort of confused me about music in, in L.A. generally is that there isn't the, the whole like, scene made by foot traffic. So, like, if you're in Nashville, downtown Nashville, you can just walk out and you, you mm-hmm. want to go see music and you'll just go somewhere. And there's a, a culture oh, of that. That's cool. Where it's built in, where it's you don't you're not necessarily going to see somebody in particular. You might be and you might not be, but you just want to go out to see music. And so just by playing there, there's a built in audience because there's a culture of going to see music. And I haven't really been able to find that out here. I don't think that it exists here the same way. Yeah. Does it? I don't I haven't seen it. No. I I definitely feel like if you're if you're going to a place to watch music is like know your fans or your buddies you know, or your you're like your best friend is a fan or whatever mm-hmm. like there's usually a direct draw or connection there you know right i mean i guess like i went to cal state fullerton right and there was like a few a few bars in the downtown area right. that would have 
different like rock bands and cover bands and i guess people you could argue that some people would go there just to check it out mm-hmm. but uh there's also times like places would have covers right. you know cover charges and usually at that point like you know like you see like oh they're all wearing like band shirts you know <laughs> so yeah right yeah no like i don't know i don't know why that is that's interesting because uh yeah music isn't just like around everywhere mm-hmm. in la it's not just like everywhere you look oh here's someone playing it's not like that at all really when i think about it yeah it seems like you kind of have to search it out a bit more I think it's true with LA generally is you have to know where you're going. I think it's a very difficult city for tourists who don't know the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's very sure. opaque. Because mm. the main areas, like nobody's going to like the Venice Boardwalk just to find some music or Santa Monica or Hollywood Boulevard or something. Man, dude, the Venice... You know the guys like handing out like hip hop demos? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That's like a fascinating idea to me still because it's like, it's like, oh, I'm going to hand out like this CD, right? The last time I was there was probably like three years ago, uh-huh. right? But they're like, I'm going to hand out this CD and you're going to listen to it and you're going to think I'm cool and I'm going to get more fans. Yeah. It worked for somebody though, right? I, well, I don't know. I don't think it works anymore. I don't even have a way to play CDs at my house. Oh man, I have a CD player. I actually, I actually, uh, I got this. Oh, nice! Great yeah, device yeah, yeah. because I have to plug something into my computer. Yep. Yeah, I, well, I took I took man. the CD drive out of my uh, out of my laptop and replaced it with a second hard drive. So. Oh, is that why? <laughs> yep. But CDs aren't going to be around for for very much right. longer. So them giving you that CD is them saying, here, you throw this away. Kind of. Well, I gave it back to him because he wanted money. but That always happens, too. Yeah. That happened to me with a, a Hare Krishna yeah, was... guy in Madison. Uh, I was sitting on State Street, which is like the main drag oh. in Madison with the bars and uh, okay. shops and stuff. I was just sitting there, and uh, a Hare Krishna guy came up to me, gave me a copy of the Bhagavad Gita, and he told me it was free. He was mm. giving out free copies, but he was going to ask for donations. And I said, oh, okay, well, I don't have any cash on me. And he was like, well, it's okay. I do have a credit card machine. So he was prepared. And then I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not going gonna, I'm, I'm to pay for this. And then he was like, well, I just gave you a... all lined up, man. Yeah, I know. But then he was mad because he was like, I gave you a whole <laughs> book. You're not going to pay for it? So I also gave it back to him. What is that? Dude, that is so funny, man. So wait, but he's like an evangelist too, right? Yeah. Like... I mean, come on, dude. Like, dude, Christian missionaries don't charge for the Bibles, do they? Maybe they do. Mm, I don't know. I've never been given a Bible by a Christian mission. That's true. Maybe Honestly, they never <laughs> approach me. I don't uh, like. I've never been evangelized to by a Christian uh, missionary. Never. Mm-mm. I feel like even the Christians in my life I know don't. I don't know. Like if it's the vibe I give off, that nobody's like. Either I don't pick up that mm. they're trying to convert me. Like maybe I'm not picking up their signals, or mm-hmm. they're not. Mm-hmm. I see. So you've never had like. Oh, uh, like like Mormon folk or like JW folk or you know, GW? Like that come to your door. 
JW. Oh, Jehovah's oh Witness? yeah, yeah. No. Interesting. My mom has yeah, a friend who's a, a Jehovah's in my Witness. Neighborhood growing up. She's never tried to uh, convert you or anything. No, she they're, said they're that she wasn't even supposed to talk to us, really. Well, like, oh, okay, like hang out with you guys. Yeah, she like broke well, so she the was faith like a, to uh, do it. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's funny to me because I feel like Jehovah's Witness is a it's a sect where there aren't that many like mm-hmm. fair weather Jehovah's Witnesses. Like weekend warriors. What do you mean by that? Um, well, like the idea of of Catholics who they go to mass, but they don't really practice and they don't take it that seriously. Mm-hmm. I feel like there aren't that many Jehovah's oh, Witnesses yeah, like uh, that. They're pretty intense overall. No man, <laughs> the uh, my my aunt is Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. and and it seems to me like yeah, I think you're you're right. There's a the level of commitment mm-hmm. or or dedication that they're seeking it doesn't seem like a like a much of a halfway point it's more kind of like hey this is it like it's an all-in move you know yeah for sure yeah they have they and i I don't know they're i think they definitely consider themselves and i think to a lot of uh, other sects of christianity they're like a, a different like uh I don't want to say fringe group because that sounds marginalizing, mm-hmm. but they're they're definitely not the mainstream. They're they're a separate sect, you know. Right, right, right. Isn't their Bible slightly different too? Yeah. That could they have very some well different be. different books. Maybe I don't know. I'm not sure about that. That could be. Uh, that could be. Or maybe they have a slightly different translation or something. I, that could that could all very well be. Yeah. Not an expert enough to say. I mean, I could say, but then I would just be spouting words. But that's right. what I'm doing with the rest of my reality. <laughs> that, so why that, not? That's what a podcast is. It's just it's just bullshitting. Maybe a bit, man. Maybe a bit. Hey, dude. So wait, check out this idea real quick. Uh-huh. This is what I was thinking about. The idea of being authentic. Mm. What the heck does that mean? That's a good question. Okay. Mm-hmm. What the heck is being authentic? Okay. So... <clears throat> I was thinking about like making food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to cook, you know, I like to to make foods, like try to learn like how to make them better and some techniques, right? And then I was like, okay, so this idea of cuisine, there could be these correlations between nationality or migrations of certain peoples to different areas, right? And all these things inform uh, these processes to right. give us the present day world, mm-hmm. right? But now it's like we're living in a world though now we're like like people that didn't have soy sauce have soy sauce right right so like i'm watching like uh, a recipe for like uh for like a carne asada Mm -hmm. like marinade right all these people are using soy sauce right i was like is that authentic man like and then i was like what is authentic exactly like yep it doesn't really matter it doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter what's in there if you like the way it tastes it tastes good Mm -hmm. but then someone's like oh but that's not authentic so what is what is to be like authentic or to be genuine or you know what I'm saying like I think it's it's an arbitrary I don't distinction know, like, where that word comes from yeah I think it's completely like, arbitrary because like, like, you can always like, go back to a point you can always pick a new starting point so there was a time where there wasn't soy sauce in Mexico and now there is soy sauce but you could go back before that and there yeah. was a time when there I don't know. Uh, 
some other herbs or spices like, that, like tomatoes, they didn't have potatoes. Tomatoes, exactly. like, like potatoes. Right, right. Like Europe didn't have potatoes, right? Or, right. or like they didn't have these spices because they, they hadn't come over, right? Like, oh, pepper, ah, right? Like right. this is a big new deal, right? So, so this idea though of being authentic then like, like I think it's just like, it, it, it's curious to me with the, the ideas, some of the ideas that we're facing with trying to reconcile like a historical events mm-hmm. with how our cultures have mingled and blended now this right. idea of like identity or being authentic authentic or belonging to mm-hmm. a group or even like having identity at all like in my right. mind i'm just what does it even mean now right because it, it's all been so blended mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's it, like and that's beautiful in so many ways but then i think that's also where it's like so chaotic because right. we're like there's this drive to find like this like uh this st- stabilizing factor mm-hmm. when the reality is, is like when you mix all this stuff up, man, you're going to get a lot of wonderful flavors, but it's a lot of flavor, man. <laughs> you <laughs> know what I true. mean? I don't like, even think there, it's now though. I think stew, it's, man. <laughs> I think, I think it's never meant anything. I think authenticity in most cases is an illusion. Mm. I think that. So, it's, so how would, how would something be marked as authentic before? Would it be, would that, because then all I can really think of is like, it was just a popularity thing of like, of like, oh, we're going to go back a thousand years. Like, no, man, this guy's wool. I don't know what he does to a sheep, man, where they graze, but this guy's wool is the best. Right. Then he gets that reputation as having the best wool mm-hmm. in the county. Right. And now, oh, the, he makes the king's garments. Right. So then that guy dies. Mm-hmm. His son takes over. Right. He's like, oh, well, I'm the, I'm carrying the tradition. Mm-hmm. Right, but then the new guy's like, "No, I want to take over the wool business because I can raise better sheep than you, and I have better wool. Blah blah blah. I have better breeding stock. Whatever it right. is, right?" But he's not the authentic, you know, wool maker. You, is that is that how that even started? Like, what makes something a, because if it's authentic, there also has to be like a fraud, right? Maybe. Well, or it's the uh, counterpart. Right? Yeah, I mean, authentic probably comes from somewhere similar to authorship. So, like, intellectual property. circle dude i i mean not it's not exactly the same thing i just think it's a related idea Mm -hmm. we gotta do away with ip man we gotta Mm -hmm. do away away with it's gotta go bye 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 (laughs) ip yeah it that makes people mad though you gotta toss it out the window yeah you know what though i think that has to do with like insecurity though Mm -hmm. because i think like it's a very like dude the reality is like if someone said like hey nate write these i'm sorry nate the great write down these three notes (laughs) who are you right (laughs) who are you apologizing to and uh to the listeners because i don't want them confused man yeah (laughs) it's a lot to keep up with here man so but like if they're like hey write these three notes and you're gonna become a multimillionaire because you know corporation x y and z are all gonna use your three notes for a jingle right right I'd be like, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. But then, like, that's like, that's like my selfish individual side. But my mm-hmm. side that's a little more communal or wants to be aware that other people have needs also says, like, that's completely absurd. You know? You know what I'm saying? What What's absurd? Like, so, like, the idea of, like, like, the idea that you, someone can become rich mm-hmm. off of, like, such, like, a, a small amount of work and say that, like, that's my property. You know? Well, property doesn't make any sense to me in this case. It does make sense to me that you can have a contract that 
Somebody can pay you for three notes if they want to. If somebody... Yeah, but then they own those three notes? That's weird. Well, no, they don't own any three notes. Nobody owns notes. But they need somebody to think of three notes that they can put at the beginning of every ad. So NBC can't think of NBC, right? They can't think of it. They need to hire Nate the Great. We need three notes. And you're like, perfect. Mm -hmm. I got them for you right here. And that'll be $10,000. And they're like, oh, cool. We have $10,000 right here. Oh, per note. Per note. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's 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 thirty thousand dollars. When I saw how quickly they had it in the briefcase, I upped it, you know. <laughs> You're so. like, oh that that was per note. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean they're NBC, right? Although before your notes, yeah. are they NBC? Yeah, that's powerful, isn't it though? Right, because it really is though. What? Yeah. Like 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 the the musical slogan or signature, mm -hmm. right? Like I uh, I just did a concert of like what was it probably two weeks ago three weeks ago, mm -hmm. uh, and it was a uh, just all film music, right? Right, and you realize like how powerful like a motive is to where you always think of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you hear the first part of Vader March and you know like oh it's Star Wars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense that they can, like, signify that, but it's been used before, right? Right. Man. Hey, man, you know, right. I'm sorry. I don't know how you're going to make a show out of this. What do you I mean? Don't, I don't know what you're going to do. No, it'll be good. It'll be such good. randomness, man. That's great. That's great. I think the best podcasts are the ones that are more just the rapport of people hanging out. I think the, the whole, like, serious uh -huh. interview thing isn't fun on a podcast. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a hundred percent serious all the time, man. So, <laughs> seriously, Nate the Great. Yeah. So what what do we call our what do we call our ensemble? So a thought that I had that that I brought up before we started recording yeah. was um, not not to name it something duo because there's like duo tandem and the something something duo and all that. Um, mm -hmm. In case, uh, in case we decide to expand it, add some light, tasteful drums in at some point. Um, sure, sure. Uh, it could happen. I, I don't know, man. Personally, I find drums kind of uh, obnoxious, and I like being <laughs> obnoxious. Right. But uh, I, I like obnoxious people. Right. I like obnoxious sounds. Mm -hmm. Actually, I love drums, man. I'm just being silly. I love drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not in bluegrass. What about like a cajon? Otherwise, it's not bluegrass. Like, boom, it's country. Boom, 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 boom. No! No, dude. <laughs> uh, okay. This it's is not authentic. This is actually a dude, trigger, Dude, fuck bro. that. There's no okay. cajones in that. Ah! This is, a, this, this is such a trigger for me, man. So, uh, I was raised in church, right? Mm -hmm. I think we talked about that last time a bit. And uh, so, I that's where I... Oh, sorry. My cord. Uh, that's where I came up playing, first of all, right? Playing like CCM music. Mm -hmm. And there's this whole movement, man when I was in high school, that these churches are like, oh, we got to strip it down more, man. We got to strip it down more. These distractions, we got to make it more simple. And so they changed, they got rid of the drum sets mm -hmm. and they went to a djembe. Oh, nice. Is it da djembe? Is the D silent? I think it is. It always is that da djembe. Here's another like, authentic thing. We're speaking but, English, so we're going to say it wrong no matter what we mm -hmm. say. 
Well, I say how I say Jim Baydrome, right. yeah. but like whatever it's called, man. I'm just saying I've seen it with the D, and I never heard anyone say, it, so I always assumed it was silent. Mm-hmm. But I whatever. But dude, they got into it, and all these churches like, oh, Jim Baydrome, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's like I, supposed to be like an African style drum. I know what a djembe is. I don't Google know this music. It real quick. Okay, so just imagine CCM, but without a drum set, just keeping it, you know, rocking. What's CCM? Like, uh, contemporary Christian music. Oh, okay. Like. So if uh, if people want to have an idea of what that is, that's like uh, if you look up groups like Hillsong, or. Uh, the, the groups that I played growing up were like Hillsong, right. Maranatha, uh, Vineyard. These are all like different churches or organizations that would uh, publish this church music. They kind of have like washy rock, U2, but like they're now incorporating well, a lot more electronic. Well, more recently. It yeah. was a bit different. Okay. It, it was a little different in the, in the mid-90s, early 2000s. Early 2000s, it went more to like, I would say like the, uh, kind of like a, like a quasi bro country, like a very mild like pop country uh, okay. rock sound. I can imagine. And then that. recently, I think it's become more anthem. Yeah. It's become like it's, it's gone two ways. It's either become like more rock anthem, mm-hmm. or the other side I'm seeing is going more electronic, like heavy four on the floor, like yep. almost like yep. uh, EDM ish. You know. Yeah. So what what do you think about it? Do you like this music? <clears throat> yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I, I have nostalgia for it. Right, that makes sense. And I can appreciate like when it and when it's played well. I think it's just as good as anything else out there. Yeah. Uh, really. I I think so. I have a problem. I think when it's played well, I because I think. It, yeah, yeah, you have a problem. What's your problem? <laughs> I I have a I have a problem when art forms are explicitly religious in a modern context i feel like it tends to devalue what it is like christian comics are the worst comics of all time because they're trying to be a christian before they're trying to do a trying to be a comic and so it feels here's here's where i get trapped it feels inauthentic actually in both directions because i would say that being a comic is by nature irreverent and if you are a, a, a devout Christian and a comic, that paradox will show up in your work. Even even somebody like Jim Gaffigan, mm. who I think is a tremendous comic, his irreverence and his comicness comes out in his work. And he does jokes that, you know, poke fun at the church and all these things and bring up his own uh, conflicts about it, even though he's a devout Catholic. Um, but I feel like comics who are trying to promote Christianity through their comedy are both bad, uh, comics and probably not the most interesting Christians because they're probably not that good at promoting their, Mm. their religion. And I, that's kind of the sense I get from a lot of this contemporary church music. Okay. Wait, you just said a lot there. Wait, I got to unpack this a little bit. So because I want to draw the correlation to to church music. Right. So you're saying, so for comedy to be what it is, there's a certain amount of 
of irreverence you said right of like mm-hmm. disrespect or like critical commentary right right and that's like inherent like you can't have comedy without making fun of something right right mm-hmm. that's kind of what you're getting at right so so what i'm not quite seeing is the correlation then to to like ccm music in the church i'm not seeing like uh are you saying because like the music's not authentically like rock or not authentically country and that it's being forced into that genre yeah, a little like, bit. I'm not I think quite, it, I, I just don't draw the correlation yet. Mm-hmm. I think it's a similar problem that Broadway shows have. That if you play Rent, you can get really, really good at playing rock and roll badly. Like if you do four tours okay. of that show, you're not you're not getting to be a better rock musician. Uh, you might be getting okay, to be okay, a worse okay. rock okay. musician. Okay, so but. I would so I see where you're going a little bit more I think now. What I would counter with is that I think that at this point of its development that uh like some of the mu- the early like church music, mm-hmm. right? Worship music, it, I think that it was trying to it did seem like it was a reactionary mm-hmm. move in some ways to be like, "Oh, we're going to modernize, we're going to be more contemporary, we're going to have like this new sound, we're going to incorporate instruments." In a worship band, mm-hmm. right? That whole idea was a new, a right, new thing. Right. Like when Maranatha is like that—that's edgy. It's like they had just done like, you know, people at a piano right. or an organ with the choir, mm-hmm. right? I think at that point maybe I could see more of your argument of like it was somewhat disingenuine because they're basically like taking this other model right. and imposing it mm-hmm. into that setting. I mean, that's the same thing Martin Luther did, though, right? Like that's what I right. read in books anyway. I, I never met the guy, but like he would take like bar songs. Right. Right. And put like Christian words to them mm-hmm. or Lutheran words, I should say, I guess, if yeah. he's a Lutheran. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think at this point, I would almost argue that it's like become mm. so much of its own entity. Right. It's an authentic culture. Like, in and like, of like I would say this, like, I think so, because like I would say this, like, I don't want to say that, like, I could look at, I don't want to say that I could look at your gear mm-hmm. and know if you do church gigs. Right. But I think there almost is a hint of that. Like, if I see that you have two different delays, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and like, oh, wait, you're, you're here to be sound effects. Like, mm. you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, certain, like, pedal boards. Right. Right? Like, I feel like it's really mutated into this whole, like, you were saying, like, the U2 sound, right? Like, right. this layer mm-hmm. of effects. Yep. Yep. And it's not one guitarist. It's two. Because one guy is doing a rhythm part. The other guy is just doing whale sounds. Mm-hmm. Right, some whammy high, bar effect or a tremolo. You know delay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You see? But that's you too. You, you've man. done a church gig before. They're just but copying you too. It is. It is. But what I, but what I would argue though is that I, I, I want to think that it's almost turned into so much of its own thing mm-hmm. that even though it is this like cross pollinization still, right. like I would almost say like what started out as like a copy has actually like developed into its own sound. Mm-hmm. You know. To yeah. a degree, yeah, not, yeah, not unanimously, but I think I but see like, what you, know, you like mean. Hill song, like it's yeah. like definitely, a, it's definitely a, a certain product now, right. and it very much resembles like any any secular concert. Like if you watch their videos, but it still has this idea of like, but this is church, so this is different, right? Even right. though everything else is like exactly the same as a concert, yeah, everything else, yeah. I I, I guess I, I I think I see what you're saying, and I don't think you're totally wrong. When I uh, when I sub uh, Messiah Lutheran, um, they I, I think that's the kind of music they're playing. I'm all yeah, the same stuff. I would call it that. Yeah. Um, 
some of it feels good to play and some of it feels like bullshit. Now, that doesn't mm. make the mute that doesn't mean that that is the entire culture. Obviously, there's people putting out these charts that are getting paid to put out these charts and sometimes you just need to put out a song. And so that's true of jazz musicians too. Sometimes they put out bullshit music too because they have a gig or something like that. Um but so much of it feels like filling but, but out you, space to I don't know, man, like to 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 create this vibe, this washy sound, and then people in the audience, maybe they're not. It feels to me like they're pretending to be like, oh, this is amazing. Because first of all, mm. who is listening to this kind of music, I, like getting into it on a Sunday morning? Like when I watch the videos. Dude, a lot. No, bro, bro. Okay. A lot of people. All a right. lot of people. Dude. Okay. No, no, no. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my, I have family mm-hmm. that will listen, like just straight up listen to worship CDs for sure. I have family like that. I get it. I like, mean, on the Sunday morning, because like when I watch the videos, these are like, like Christ Fest 2017 or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's basically like Coachella. It's that kind of deal. Yeah. But I, that's where I think like, uh, but this idea of, I don't know. I think people see you like uh worship music if mm-hmm. you if you're a, a member of that group you really see that as like a holy act right like right. like they're they're like it's not a it's like it's like a genuine intimate experience for you it's not a pageant like right. maybe it could be pa- i'm not i'm not gonna like even try to say what's uh <laughs> authentic or genuine right, to right. someone's experience or not right but i'm i'm just saying it like being raised in that culture when uh there was times to me that it felt very genuine. Mm-hmm. Other times that I felt completely disingenuine and a, a right. complete mockery of my faith in, in some places that I've played. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know, man, people get into it though. For sure they do. Yeah. I mean, some of that too, though, it has to do with like, like, uh, their actual, uh, like theological beliefs as far as like idea of being charismatic or not. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, or even like this idea of like, if you should use emotion, right in your in your life or if you should be more stoic like all those ideas come into play mm-hmm. but i mean i don't know like the i like uh like at the churches you've played at do people seem very like engaged in the music because mm-hmm. you're saying that yeah. that they are but they seem it's but but what does that look like like as as compared to like if you were like granted like if you're in a musical pit it's hard to see the audience Oh, I don't think right. those people are engaged at all. No, no, no. I, I think the musicals are like that's that that's where music goes to die. Is old old rich people sitting? That's where it goes to die. <laughs> no, I mean I I think the university is where music goes to die. But I think that musical theater it it can be a real drag. I don't know if I think about the gospel tradition, like coming out of the like Black Baptist churches and stuff. That is a a culture of music that formed in that religious culture and it actually has roots that have now extended into many, many other musical cultures, including like rock and mm-hmm. roll and blues yeah. and modern pop music and all sorts of stuff. And I, the CCM thing, it feels like it's taking from other types of music, but it doesn't feel like a dialogue. 
I think I think it's just a I feel like CCM is the adaptation mm-hmm. in it in like man what do I call it man it's almost like uh should I, should I dare like maybe it's kind of like uh like uh what's that place called man like pickup sticks right <laughs> like comparing that to like Asian food right yeah. Or Panda Express uh-huh. and be like, oh, this is Chinese food. This goes back to the whole idea of being authentic, right. man. It's kind yeah. of Chinese food. If, you, it's if not, you're not. into like, if you're into like chow mein right. with like some like absurdly orange orange chicken on top <laughs> and beef and broccoli, and you want to think like that's what like people in Beijing eat all the time, cool, man. It's yeah. fine. It isn't. It doesn't matter, right? So I think it's the same. I think like, like I know like, dude, uh, mm-hmm. something I've been seeing like a. Uh, in the houses of worship I play at, mm-hmm. right? Like some of the music is getting very, in my mind, aggressive. Mm. Yeah. Like when I listen to it, it's like, oh, that that's a crescendo. And the arranger wrote three Fs, right? <laughs> like when I see that in orchestra, that means like, yeah. amen, if you don't leave your soul on the stage, yeah. you didn't try hard enough, yep. right? Like you need to be like, like y- you, you need to put yourself into this, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Here comes the overdrive pedal. Gong, 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 gong. Right? And I think there's totally a place for that type of music mm-hmm. in any type of setting, right? Like even in like a church setting, a holy setting, right? Like mm-hmm. like the idea of like penance or seeking yeah. forgiveness. Like these things should be like mm-hmm. carry a certain weight or or for sure. or gravity mm-hmm. with them, right? There should be a mass. Yeah. You know, like of, of energy there. You know? But then it's also odd to me because then I look at the parishioner sometimes and I'm like, hmm, I don't think we're all like going to the same place. So I think it's kind of like they're trying to take the flavor, but no one wants to get too offended and we want to right. keep it but in like a certain section. So it's like we want to rock out, but only rock out in this dynamic level. But you do triple F, but we're just going to turn it down. Right. It's, like, it's, well, it's overly compressed emotion even. Like that should be kind of Ooh. offensive like that's that's Ooh. that's an intense sp- space to be in like that when you when you oh, do that i think of like slipknot emotion. concerts when i was when i was like 16 and we all crouched down and then when you'd be like when this shit kicks in jump the fuck up and the crowd of you know like 10,000 people are all jumping with him mm-hmm. and this is like this this like collective transcendent experience of just like aggression and like, yeah. Ah! yeah and like it that sounds like that's crazy, where that's going man. to and so you just, you need a pastor who's like, when this shit kicks in, I want you all to get the fuck up. And then everybody has to go crazy. Well, so, so there is the tradition of that. Th- that is right. the charismatic tradition. Which to right? me is related is to there. the gospel playing. And like, and speaking in tongues mm-hmm. and being possessed by the Holy Spirit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. now you're getting into heavy theology, bro. <laughs> you're going to change the name of your, to, of your podcast to like... Uh, like existential afternoons with Anthony. Yeah, but I don't believe or any like of this a, stuff. So I'm I'm a I'm a heathen. So. Theological tidbits. Theological. <laughs> I thought a heathen. Yeah. Yeah. A heathen. What's a heathen? What is a heathen by definition? Isn't it a non-believer? Like, what does it mean? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. You're asking me. I ask you, and you're asking me with another question. You're not on Jeopardy, dude. What are you doing? What are you saying? Is it? Like, <laughs> Do you know the answer or not? I, I think it's a non-believer. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the answer. <sighs> Disappointing. Well, it doesn't seem like you know either. 
I don't. That's why I was asking you because I was hoping you would know. But I don't ask. I don't ask Google to authenticate my ideas. Don't don't ask Google. Just don't so. know. It's okay not to know. No. I'm in this thing. I really okay like it when uh, when you just don't know. And like, who is the actor in that movie? I don't know. And then you guys just don't know. Like it like before smartphones. Mm-hmm. Like like as if it matters. Right. Right. Like, what does it matter? Dude, so being authentic, mm-hmm. right? I'm just like, the last thing I want to say about this is like, because like, so if we use, I'm using a microphone right now to talk to you. Right. So we can already say that there's a certain level of in, in authenticity because this is still being transmitted as an electrical mm-hmm. signal, right? So as good as my microphone is, and it's moderate, it's not great, it's moderate. Right. Yeah, so it's going to miss certain detail. Mm-hmm. Right, so you could even argue that our conversation is not as authentic as it could be, as if we were in person. Right, but our ears miss Fair? detail too. Our ears have their own filters. Well, I know, but it's also, but it's harder. Like, like you know, sometimes I talk too much, right? And sometimes I can catch myself better in person, but on this type of setup, it's really hard for me because it was like that delay. Oh, oh, uh, and then it's just awkwardness, right? For like five seconds. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. Like. I don't know, like, this idea of being authentic. Because I want to equate authentic to, uh, like, a quality mm-hmm. or or a success rate, right? Like, uh, y- 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 it, it, like, being authentic doesn't equate to being worthless, usually, right? If someone's like, this is authentic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, usually it's used to describe, like, the real deal. Right. Right, like the authentic painting. Yep. So then... I don't know, man. It's just a weird qualifier in my mind now. It, it, I'm trying to understand. It's like originality, it right? So the the authentic painting is the original copy. But is the original always the best? No, like I don't think so. The, you could argue like like the original time you played guitar, right? Like right. you probably don't want to hear that over yeah. and over, right? Yeah. Like, I, at like, this point, I'm in a wildly inauthentic guitar player. Wow. I'm just copying myself every day. You're copying yourself every day. I mean, man, that's silly. I don't know, man. I don't know what any of this means, man. Yeah. I don't know what any of this means. Well, we, we should play some music then. Okay. We should show these fine Are people. Are you sure you're going to be able to use any of this? I'm going to use all of this. I don't this. think you're going to be able to use any of this. I'm using all of it. I, I, think, I think this... I You tell me how many negative comments you get. I hope I get some you negative comments. tell me how comments. many negative comments you get. Yeah. Maybe I'll leave a negative comment. I'll just start and be like, "Hey, everyone, <laughs> yeah, but you don't, you don't have social media, how bad man. This episode you is that you'd have to start social media. Well, to do that. maybe, maybe I'll, I'll pay some Russians to do it for me. All right, do that. Isn't that how you do it? Like a, a Russian farm bot or is farm bot? Is? Like, and uh, you can pay them to farm bot, bot farm, a farm, bot farm. A, a, that's a what farm it is. bot farm sounds bot. good. Out there, like weeding. No, for that's you? like on a on a Fallout Fallout Four. Hmm. Fallout 3, you know the robots go around and they tend the garden? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? No? Never mind. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to give get the Fallout thing, but... I bet they mind. will. Mr. Gusty. Anyway. Okay, so we're going to play uh play some some yeah. Muzaks. Oh, yeah. What are we going to play? Just... Is, I don't it, know. is this one of your hippy-dippy free jams? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll go free. But but I got the banjo, so we got we got our sound. Okay. That you that you say we can play. Oh everywhere. my gosh! Also, okay, I gotta prepare myself for this. We need a name, so so everybody think. We need help with a name. Think of a name. Yeah. 
Quick, everybody, right now, think of a name. How, how about just uh, Anthony and Nate the Great? <laughs> Anthony and Nate the Great. It's funny to put Nate the Great second. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to do it right now? You're not going to rush me through this, are you? I got like two what? more sips. Is there, you, don't, you don't have to finish it. The second. We'll, we'll come back. I? It's it's just, it's okay.
kills me yeah because like there's just like this little like oh wait oh uh, uh. but it, so it, it works best if somebody's in time and somebody's kind of like soloing right because that way like the the rhythms can be freer but i see that's cool what it, was it, it, it'll uh, be cool liz, it'll be liz, cool we'll see how it goes okay liz uh, yeah. liz has started using uh what's it called skipjack or something like that you know what i'm talking about uh, I know Jack Trip. I thought it was called Skipjack. It's that like might a, be. So there could be one called Skipjack. Maybe it's maybe something. Maybe I'm saying the wrong name. But you plug it directly into your Ethernet, and it buffers oh, both see. sides, mm-hmm. so that your 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 uh, delay mm-hmm. is is significantly reduced. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> For, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a good I like ending too. Better, it's easier to, huh? Yeah, in person's way better. So, anybody who wants to see us play better in person, they should give oh, us yeah. a name come, come so that we us. can uh, get some, get some. Gigs, so we can be man. authentic, an authentic right. gig. <laughs> yeah, we we should do a name about something like that. So uh, I think so we the should do a driveway thing, concert what? too. Yeah, I think we should do a driveway concert. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. And then, and then stream it as an, and then and release it as an NFT from different angles. Yeah, yeah. But if you want the NFT, you gotta pay. No oh, dough, yeah. no show. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll be our name. No <laughs> dough, no show. Uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, you guys wanna uh, make some pizza? <laughs> so you got some projects going on other than our other than our duo. You are yeah. you're, you're writing a musical, man. Right? Yeah, I am. I'm writing. I'm writing a show. Yeah. I'm writing a show. You are correct. So what's what's the idea behind? Oh, it? you want me to talk about it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, the name of the show. Well, I have. I haven't like decided the name for sure, but its working title is Hospice. Uh huh. The musical. Right. Just to clarify, because once that goes uh, and gets all the Tony Awards, there's probably going to be a couple dozen film solicitations and i'll probably accept like the top two or three and then i'll just flip a coin a few times and decide yeah i mean it's it's gonna be so outrageously successful Uh uh-huh um because it's it's everyone's favorite topic death i mean who doesn't want to talk about the end of life you know but uh oh sorry that was my microphone such a noob um (laughs) but yeah so it's a so but uh yeah the the show is a I'm. It's still in its development mm-hmm. stages for sure. Right. I have a few characters thought out. I have a few numbers thought out, but it still is very loose. Uh, but it should be fun. It's going to be a mixture of of 
like a, I guess, a existential realization, right, for mm-hmm. different characters. It's also going to give some satire of my observations of our healthcare system and how certain things seem to be monetized that I'm not quite sure mm-hmm. why that's our relationship with them, right. you know, and like just questioning if this is the best way of doing things all the time. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. I don't know. But yeah, so maybe it'll be a little, be some uh, dark humor in there. Hopefully it'll get some reactions out of people. Hopefully people either really like it or really hate it. That's what I'm going mm-hmm. for. I don't want any any mediocre responses. So right. I'm trying to uh, keep that in mind and keep the, uh, the pain threshold pretty high, <laughs> you know, as far as like being nice. uncomfortable, yeah. you know? So, but yeah, I'll That's be sure good. to let you know when I, uh, when I, when I, when I have a, a sneak peek, I'm okay. hoping to in the next, probably by, what is it right now? It's May. Mm-hmm. It's my goal to have it all like pinned out fully by the end of this year. In terms of you know, music? Not, not, uh, in terms of music. Wow. Yeah. I have my music, big, my libretto, yeah. all that by, by the end of the year, I'm probably still going to have to do some tweaks to, uh, orchestration and all, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, the plan is to do it pretty much all by myself. That's awesome, man. As far as like the writing and mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be really cool. I would, I, yeah, I have some, some good snippet ideas. It's going to be fun, man. The music's going to be a uh, pretty, I don't want to say diverse. That's a weird word to use. It's going to be like, <laughs> it's just whatever I want to do, man. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've been experimenting a lot with inversions. So if you guys don't like inversions of chords, don't, <laughs> don't bother. Is, is that a thing that people don't like inversions? Yeah, uh, oh, okay. I've actually, I, I mean, I didn't want to get into this on your show. It's a little controversial, but I've received a lot of uh, <laughs> negative emails about my use of inversion. Um, people say, Nate, I just need the root. Um, it's actually, it, dude, it got onto my LinkedIn. Wow. <laughs> my LinkedIn account. That's why I'm not on social anymore. Because, dude, you I like how you're looking third, out the window while you're talking you know, about it. Like someone might be watching or listening. <laughs> hey, man, you never know, man. Fucking inversions. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you know, you, you 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 gotta you gotta watch the three and the and the and the nine. You know what I'm saying? Three nine. You gotta you know right. keep going back and forth. You know, you gotta you gotta keep, yeah keep keep your head up, man. I hope you everybody know? listening knows what an inversion is. Or actually, I hope they don't. An and inversion? That makes it more... Yeah, they do. Yeah, don't explain it. Don't do it. Well, it... Okay, I won't. Yeah. Have you ever been on an inversion table? Yes. Have you seen those on mm-hmm. infomercials? I actually yep. think that they look kind of cool. Right. I'm curious. Because I get lower back pain right. sometimes. Like, and then and you're not like on the root anymore. Or scoliosis. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I got you got to invert the root. Right. You got to and, and put the root back in place. Right. Man, roots. Man, you, grow your trees, y'all. Grow trees. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> cool, man. It was uh, it was fun to talk and play. And uh, was it? This is, Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. This is this is this is Nate the Great, not not Nathan Atwater anymore. And we have a duo. We we need a name. Probably next. Yeah. We're, we're we're crowdsourcing. We do need a name. Help us out. All right. Yeah, please. Cool. Please well, help. Good to talk to you, man. See you next time. Yeah, Anthony, you take care, man. All right. Bye. All right, dude.
All right. Thanks for listening or watching. Be sure to check out Nathan Atwater's work and look out for his compositions coming out later this year, his musical, Hospice the Musical. And be sure to like, leave a comment, and subscribe to my channels. And if you would like to consider supporting my content generally, please visit my Patreon page. Thanks. Bye. Bye.